Hello, hello, and hello, everybody, and welcome to Network and Chill. This is your hostess, Bridget Yelder, and today I am joined by the amazing fitness coach and all other things, Miss Sabrina Bree Bree Black, all the way from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm so glad to have her on the show. She was on the last episode, and we had a great time on the last episode. And today we are really getting ready to have an awesome show. Let's see. I see some comments. Let's see what we got. It just says, uh, Facebook user says, hi. If you do not click on StreamYard, let me let me do a shameless plug for StreamYard. Okay, y'all. StreamYard is the platform that we are using to stream our live version of the podcast. So if you would register on StreamYard, then I can see who you are. If you can't register, just tell me your name. That's an easy way for me to know who you are and where you're watching from. So type in the comments your name and where you are watching from. We're so glad to have you on the podcast. Hey, Naima, thank you for watching. I'm so excited. We are here networking and chilling, okay? So I have my water. Sabrina, I'm doing good. I got my water. I got my water. So Sabrina is my fitness coach, and I'm telling you, I am getting my life. I was all in the mirror today before I got to this podcast, and I was like, I am getting my life today. I am uh, I'm losing inches. I'm not losing a lot of weight, but I'm gaining muscle. And I'm losing interest because I noticed my clothes are fitting different. So, I'm, honey, I'm pumped about that. That is what's up. I've been getting my life in the quarantine, and I am not gaining any weight. All right, Naima is joining from Wilmington, Delaware. That's our sister in love. Love you, Naima. Thank you for watching and joining. So, once again, if you're joining live via Facebook, go ahead, type your name, and where you are chiming in from. Okay, today, y'all, first of all, I want to always remember this part of the Network and Chill podcast. I'm streaming in two groups, and one of the groups that I'm streaming in is private. I started this group about eight or nine years ago, and it's called Enough. Enough stands for Educating, Nurturing, Outstanding, Uplifting, Godly Homes. And I started this group because of I am an advocate against domestic violence. I am a survivor of domestic abuse. I'm an overcomer. That's my word that I like to use. I overcame abuse and I am proof that there is life after the pain. I am proof that you can get through it. I am proof that you can have a better quality of life even after all of the, the hardships that abuse can come can bring to your life so i always want to encourage anyone who is listening anyone who is viewing the podcast or listening to the podcast if you are dealing with any type of abuse and you want help some people are not ready yet some people are not i would want everybody that's being abused to walk away today as i know it's not going to happen like that but if you are being abused are you dealing with any form of abuse Please, please, please know that there is help for you. 
There is a number for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. I'm going to get that number before the podcast is over and share with you all. But I always like to make mention of that. If you are on Facebook and you're looking for a place to plug in on Facebook, look up Enough. Look, it's an acronym. If you spell it like an acronym, you'll find enough. Send a request to join the group and we will reach out to help you get the assistance that you need. Don't ever suffer in silence. Don't feel like nobody cares. Somebody cares. We're here and we want to see you get free and away from the abuse. I personally know a a great circle of women who have overcame all forms of abuse. And and this is something that's going to tie into our topic today because abuse was a big uh big issue in my life and I had to forgive people to be uplifted from that because in order for me to be free really mentally from the abuse I had to let it go and forgiveness was the way that I did that okay so let's get into our topic today our topic is facing forgiveness and I had a question that I wanted to ask everybody and our special guest as I said our special guest is Miss Sabrina Breebe Black from Little Rock Arkansas I'm so glad so have you say hi to the people, Sabrina. Happy Friday from Bree Bree. Okay. I wanted to ask everyone, have you ever said to yourself, I can't believe they did that to me from anybody, like for any reason in your life? Have you ever said, I know I've said it. I admitted to saying it already. Has anybody ever stated, I can't believe they did that to me? Have you ever said that, Sabrina? I may not have said those words, but the essence of it, yes. Right, right. Because in our lives, we've either needed forgiveness or we had to forgive somebody else. For some people do things knowingly. And some people do things unknowingly. Like there is sometimes you can do something. I know a lot of people tell me um, that um, I'm sorry. People are texting me while I'm live. But God bless them. It always happens when you're live. People want to text your phone. But um, there are some people tell me my tone. Like the way that I talk. I offend people because I have a strong personality like I, I don't mean to be that way but you know sometimes my face and my tone get together and we be checking people and you know I don't mean to be checking nobody but you know it happens and I'm like I'm sorry I wasn't trying to check you that's just my tone I can't help it I got three children at an early age and I did a whole lot of yelling and I had a whole lot of attitude so I'm so sorry I didn't mean it like that so I've had to do that. But there are some people that do things knowingly. They are not sorry. They are not going to apologize. They don't care that you don't, you know, that and and, and that's that's where you have to be walking that line of forgiveness. Like I thought of this example while I was preparing for the podcast this week. If you remember Sabrina, the the cop, the lady cop that went in the guy's house in Texas and, and went in and went in his house 
killed him. Like, went in his house. He was in his house, minding his business, killed him. And she was like, I thought I was in my own apartment. And the biggest part of that story was the brother of the man got in court and said that he forgave the woman for doing what she did. And that sparked an outrage amongst people. People were like, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. They was, oh, oh, no. I, this is ridiculous. Why did that, why did he say he forgave her? And why this and why that? And, and I mean, instantly people were outraged. Like, what do you mean? You forgive the woman who, I'm like, I'm like, he didn't wait like years on down the line, months on down the line. He did it in court. And, Listen, as a person, I when you go to court for a violent case like that, I the person that attempted to take my life, when I went to court with him, first of all, he thought I was dead. They told him I was dead. In order to keep me safe, he thought that he successfully killed me. So he's in jail thinking I'm dead. And I walk in court. My daughter walks in court and my mom, we all three walk in court and he looked like he had seen Jesus walk through the doors of the court and he had pled not guilty. He was pleading not guilty to trying to take my life because he thought I was dead and I couldn't speak for myself and Ann walks Bridget into the courtroom and his face went completely white. They told him, they said, listen... We know you're guilty. The person you tried to kill is not dead. She's alive. You see, she's alive. If you continue to plead not guilty, we're going to give you 54 years in prison to the door. You're going to do every year. Nothing cut off. No mercy. And he immediately told his lawyer, let's go on the back and talk. But to sit in court with the person that, like, I survived. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I made it through. God chose me to make it through. But for that young young man to sit in court, his brother is gone. He's not coming back. You're not going to ever see my, your brother again in life. Do you know how huge that was for him to sit in court and say, I forgive the woman who killed my brother in his house. He wasn't doing anything wrong. Sitting there watching TV and boom, he's gone. Like, do you know how big that is? Like, Sabrina, what are your thoughts on on being that big of a person to do that? I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I could never get there. I don't think I am there today. Right. <laughs> eventually, uh, eventually, I'm sure I want to get in the person, but I don't think it would have been that fast. And like I said a few minutes ago, I don't think I would have went to court until it would have just happened between me and God. I don't think I would have. I mean, it, it was huge. Like, I had to stand in court. They allowed me to speak, even though he, he did eventually plead not guilty. I mean, guilty. He pleaded guilty. And so, that meant we didn't have to have a trial. 
But my my daughter was like, uh-uh, we want I want to have a child, mama. Uh-uh. He can't get out that easy. Don't it was up to me to either have the trial. He had the choice to say not guilty, but I still could have said, no, I want to have a trial and make his mama testify against him, make him testify. I could have I could have blowed that whole case out into a whole matlock scene if I wanted to. But I talked to my mom. My mom was like, you know, they offered him 30 years in prison. And she said, well, Bridget, I think that's fair, you know, for what he did. I think he'll learn his lesson in 30 years. But I had the opportunity to stand up and talk to the court and tell them how it affected me and my family to go through that. Like, do you know, my children were very young. They were like 11 10 and 8 when that happened to me. And I'm like, you could have took the mother of my children away for the rest of their life at a very young age. And two of my children didn't even know what happened to me. They were in Alabama and I was in Georgia. So I got to stand up and talk to this man. Now standing in court, I'm, I was calm. I was more calm than I thought I would be. I thought I would be a wreck. I thought I would just be crying, snotting, want to fight. I mean, my family had to prep me, like, get up there, girl, and just give it, just cry. Why are you talking? You supposed to cry real hard so they'll add some extra time. I was like, what? I mean, I had all kind of coaches telling me what to do in court. But I was like, my whole thing was I really felt sorry for him. Because he could have walked away. You pretty much wrecked your whole life on a decision where you could have walked away. You had family in Georgia. You had somewhere to go. All because you didn't want to leave me alone and see me move on with my life. You decide that you want to take my life. And here recently, it's like less than six months ago. He's in prison, and he has reached out to me on Facebook. While I was on the live broadcast, he started talking on the live. And I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please. <laughs> please let me, stay in the, let me stay in the spirit. While I'm on here giving people advice, like, let me stay calm. But I told him, like, go in peace. I blocked him. You know, I screenshotted his page before I blocked him. You know, I got that information. But I'm like, why do you want to talk to me? I I forget. I can say I forgave, I forgave him. But will I fool with him? No. No, 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 no. So I won't hog up all the time. I want Sabrina to share with us a forgiveness story in her life that she experienced. Sabrina, go ahead and share that with us today.
Okay, okay, okay. I didn't realize that I was having that was affecting my life. I didn't realize that I was having 
really realize how much it was affecting my life. But the biggest one, I had to forget about <laughs> Oh, and yeah. Sabrina, <laughs> do you know how long the the forgiving yourself is bigger than any other person that you have to forgive outside of you? And I think forgiving yourself is such a doozy because for me, oh my God, I beat myself up for years. I had children young too, but I got married young. I got married when I was 20 years old. When I was 20, I had a baby, another baby on the way, two jobs, and a husband, and living on my own. And I'm like, my baby is 20 now, and she ain't nowhere near none of that. She she is mama baby. She, she says she going to be the baby forever. But me, I had a whole life, like a, a bunch of responsibility at the age of 20. And I beat myself up for years for having to drop out of college because I was supposed to go to college, get my degree, become a teacher, then have my 2.5 kids and get married. And, right, you know, you're supposed to do, all, you're supposed to do everything in order. You got to have it in order. If it's not in order, you know, I, was, I grew up in church, so it was like when I got pregnant, even though I was grown, when I got pregnant and, you know, in college, people were still looking down on me like, oh, and I'm, I beat myself up. Like, they didn't have to because the first thing I said to myself, my daughter, matter of fact, my baby daughter asked me that the other day. She said, Mama, what was your response when you found out you was pregnant with my oldest daughter, Michaela? And I said, oh, I, my first response was, oh, Lord, my mama going to kill me. Like, that was my first response. Like, this was my first response. Like, hey, that's Felicia. Hey, Fifi. I had to show, show, that, show that message out. Hold on. I'm, I'm learning things about the thing, so I can actually show y'all comments. Okay, cool. Y'all excuse me on that. That was, that was a free one. All right. So, I can uh, show the comments. That was from Fifi. So, we're going to show uh, Naima comment. Naima got her. She said, hey, beautiful queens. All right. I'm learning different things that I can do. And my cousin just messaged me and said, shout her out. So shout out to my cousin, LaDonna Black. I got a cousin. Her last name is Black, too, Sabrina. We have to do a family history. <laughs> but shout out to my cousin, LaDonna Black. She's watching. But when I got pregnant at that age, 
I actually got married out of guilt. I got married out of guilt. I didn't want to go to hell. I was going to go to hell because I didn't had a baby. And I had the baby out of wedlock. And then here I go. Just, I'm shacking up. I moved my, my, my former spouse in with me without him marrying me. And my brother actually called my mama. Shout out to my brother. I just got through talking to him too. But he called my mama and said, Mama, you know Bridget got a man living in her house. He told on me. I'm like, how you gonna tell on me? I'm grown. How you gonna tell on me? And I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm like, oh my God. How are you gonna tell on me? Okay, let's see. Hold on. I'm getting... Okay, that's from you, Sabrina. That was a message from you. Yeah, I'll just say, use your phone. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to move it away from me because I'm recording on it. I'm doing the audio recording, so I know it's probably giving feedback. But if it keeps giving feedback, I'm going to stop the, 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 the recording. I'm trying to get it away from me so it won't be so, give so much feedback. We're going to get all this stuff together, but y'all work with us. This is our first episode streaming all these different avenues, but... That was a big thing for me. That was a big hindrance in my life for years where I was beating myself up for not becoming the perfect daughter person that I was supposed to be for my mama. And in November of last year, I got this strong inkling to come home. Like, it was so strong. And y'all, you know, I saw you on November the 1st at, um... The Excel to Excel. Shout out to Crystal West. Hey, Crystal. I see your shirt, girl. I was like, see, look. Shout out to my sister, Crystal West. And, I mean, it was like so on time, that event, because I felt like it was a transition. I did not know that I was spending the last two months of my mother's life with her. I didn't have any idea that that's what was happening. But my mother, we were sitting in the den one day, just watching TV, just randomly out the blue. She turned around and she said, she said, daughter, I'm so sorry. And I said, for what, mama? I'm thinking like, what is my mama talking about? And she said, I'm sorry for how I treated you when you were younger. She said, I, I treated you and it was, she said, it just wasn't right. Some of the things that I did to you. And I just want to say that I'm sorry. I could have fainted in the floor of the house that day. Because I had just let it go. Like all of those. It was so many things that happened between me and my mom had that crazy relationship. Because I was constantly trying to be stuff for her instead of for me. And and nothing I ever did was good enough for her. Nothing. It was just like I could just give her all my money. It was just nothing I did would ever make me be the daughter that she wanted, like the go-to daughter. I would do stuff, but it never was good enough. But she looked at me in December and said this to me and said, I'm sorry. Just out the blue. And I think that that was God's way of giving us time to make peace with each other by sending me home because... I'm, I, I love Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia is my, my second home. Like I And I love driving over the road. Like I miss, I, I like to travel, period. 
travel is my thing. But that 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 thing was on me so hard to go home. To go home, go home, go home. And I went home. And I'm glad that I did go home. I'm glad that I got that time to make peace with my mom. So right now I'm gonna stop the audio. I'm gonna stop the audio recording. So those of you who are on anchor, I'm gonna stop the audio because I it's giving feedback on on my recording. So for those of you who are on anchor, I suggest you follow us on Facebook on Network and Chill so you can get the full episode. And I'm gonna finish out this episode and we're gonna be done shortly. So sh bye bye to those who are on anchor. We'll catch you all on the next podcast thank you for listening on anchor but those of you who are live we're going to continue live